The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go! You're wasting time! Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jakey Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Frank. All right. Pottercast. Welcome to oh, Pottercast, bringing you a special update on J.K. Rowling's special new book. Edition. With a special announcement that we're changing the name of the show to Vacancy Cast. Vacancy Cast. Vacancy Cast. Vacancy Vacant of all content and humor. No. Casual oh, Cast. Hopefully I like not. Casual Cast. Casual Cast. Oh, God help so a, another podcast that comes out called Something Cast. <laughs> cast Cast. <laughs> TCV. You know, this is... Okay, so let's... If you're just joining us and have not checked Leaky or Leaky News, um, J.K. Rowling announced not only title, but description, date of release, I number know. of pages. Wait, wait, I didn't see the date of release. Number of pages. September 27th. And prices of her next book all at once. <laughs> and Potter fans How's are very confused. Off? Why are we confused? Because we don't get all this information at once, ever. Yeah, but it's not Potter. But that's what I like. Well, I mean, what's the big deal? Like, we got the date, we got a little bit of a synopsis that tells us nothing. It it could have, I mean, if this was the synopsis, if this was the synopsis of Harry Potter, it would have been like, James and Lily Potter died unexpectedly. People are celebrating. You have names of the setting, you have the main conflict in the story, you have the story. We don't even have the the main character's name. Barry Fairweather is the... He's no more the fair, the main character than James Potter is the main character. I don't think there's a main That's character. True. Oh, there has to be a main character. It does not have to be a main character. You honestly think it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be main... Like, it'd just be kind of like a... It could be told like from many different of, points of view. Absolutely. Hmm. That might be fun. Like, like, a, like a whodunit kind not of thing. Not like a whodunit. Like Pillars of the Earth. Well, I haven't read that, so I don't know what that is about. I don't get to just, like, draw from this massive library of books in my head that I've read and tucked away for a future conversation. Oh, it was an Oprah book. Like Come humanism. on. It's not exactly obscure. An Oprah book. Oprah. If it's not mm. magical-based, I probably have no idea what it is. <laughs> All right. Can we actually tell people what this information is in case they don't know it? Somebody want to yes. read it? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we can read it on J.K. Rowling's brand new site, which, you know, oh, she, super cool. She got rid of like all of her cool stuff, yeah. like, oh, like from this the one. Harry Potter era. But this is neat—a little timeline of it's her life in a very I prefer slow, the other one. like, like oh, autograph. One, I like this one better. Why? You like I it better like than her? The design's better, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The other one was dated. This is There's nice. No, he, all he that info's gone. It's completely, you, you can't compare that to this. It's totally different. This is like one page, and that thing was like like, like a skyscraper tower of information. This is like a flat I level I mean, I like that house. one in its time, but I like, I like this. I think this is good. Well, I don't, so I'm not saying I don't like it, but I'm just saying it's like, it's a pretty unfair comparison. I just no, wish I'm, there would be a link I'm to an archive. This, I'm glad this one's this. I just wish there would be a link to say, look at the old site. Yeah, like to get rid of that, like that was probably you know like thousands of dollars of of work. Like, oh, it was most definitely thousands of dollars. For and I'm not I don't talking like real, five but... figure. I'm talking like, you know, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it cost more than a thousand dollars to put that website together. Like six figure thousands of dollars. I don't know. Probably. Anyway, all of this information here about the, about this book and about uh, Harry Potter and about J.K. Rowling in the neat little timeline format that she has on jkrowling.com uh, includes this new synopsis to, uh, what's it called, the the vacant the regency. The casual vacancy. Right, the casual. Cas- ca- casual vacancy. And um, Frankie, do you want to read it or do you want me, you want me to read um, it? Or? I'll try to read it. Okay. When Barry Fair- Fairweather dies unexpectedly in his early 40s, 
the little town of Pagford, I guess, Pagford, is left in shock. Pagford is seemingly an English ideal. Ideal, I guess. Like ideal? Yeah, but that's like a noun version. Oh, great. That's fun. Padford is seemingly an English ideal with a cobble market square and an ancient abbey, but what lies beneath the pretty facade is a town at war. Right at wait, rich is at war with poor, teenagers at war with their parents, wives at war with their husbands, teachers at war with their pupils. Padford is not what it se- what it first seems. An empty seat left by Barry on the parish Council soon becomes a catalyst for the biggest war the town has yet seen. Who will triumph in an election fraught with passion, duplicity, and unexpected revelations? Blackie comic, thought-provoking, and consistently surprising, The Casual Vacancy is J.K. Rowling's first novel for adults. What does Blackie comic mean? Blackly. Blackly. Oh, sorry. Blackly comic? (laughs) Like a dark comedy. She didn't write this, yeah. It's the person who wrote it, wrote it. Cheryl yes, I guess Klein. that person is a writer. Sure. <laughs> I bet Cheryl wrote this. <laughs> Cheryl did not write this. <laughs> Scholastic has nothing to do with this. Oh, no The more Casual Scholastic. Vacancy. What do we think of the title? Well, it's obviously like, um, it's, it's definitely not casual. Like, it's but a very what, important call, vacancy. How it's do you like call a, a vacancy casual? What's casual ever about a vacancy? You know what uh, I'm saying? Like, maybe they're saying that the vacancy seat, oh, yeah, whatever, there's an open seat on the parish council, but then that turns out to be something super important. Right. Yeah, because, like, the person who, like, ends up taking that seat does, like, huge things that are very controversial and revolutionary and all of this, all these things. What do you think about when this is set? I'm thinking sort of medieval-ish, Right. No, no, it can't thinking, be because it's an it ancient abbey, so it's got to be pretty. Yeah, I think it's. I think the fact that it said like idyllic with a cobble market square and ancient abbey, like it's a town that's been around forever. But I'd, re- I think it's it will be relatively modern, maybe just undescript, but not like. I don't think. I think it would probably be within this century. But then, in this century, do parish councils really? I mean, does that really? Is that really a thing? I mean, it could be something very similar to like a HOA. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how like, and that and that kind of goes with the whole like, like dark comedy. How people are taking something too seriously, right? You know, it could be something of that nature, and kind of like I mean, the back, the back, like behind backs gossip of a small town kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's just out of the out of that small fishbowl. It doesn't matter, but. It's a very small fishbowl, so every little ripple was like, oh my gosh. That's exactly yeah, what we, I bet it's like, Frank. Shut up. You know what I mean? This is even taking place in like the actual, you know, like world as we know it. Like, yeah. Because they for say sure. it's, it's seemingly English, but they didn't say like somewhere in England this happens. No, no, no. It doesn't say it's seemingly English. It says it's seemingly an, an ideal, and it's seemingly. An English ideal. It's not seemingly English. It's English. It's seemingly idyllic, yeah. If there if there was anything supernatural about this, they would have had to note that here somehow, or people would be gearing themselves up for something else. Yeah. I think But anyway. like what kind of town is governed by like a parish council? And, it used and, to be. and where like a council member would have any dramatic effect on these people's lives. Like But maybe that's the thing. That's why it's a casual vacancy. Because it's like, well, it's right, whatever. So he left open the thing of the parish council, oh who cares? And then suddenly it becomes very important. Right, but why would it like spark a huge war if it's just as a little council member? Like, are they going to decide like wh- where to put up a stop sign or something in this town? Well, they have, and, like, they, but they have they they probably are coming coming on a very important decision. Well, I mean, on it, like I think that's going to be part of it. I think that's part of the conflict. It's going to be all these probably like minutia, seemingly innocuous, but like the kids say, everyone's taking it way too important. Like blah 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 blah. Then something actually that matters right. is going to have to make to like a real decision is going to have to be made. Versus like, ooh, where are we going to put the stop sign up? Or well, so so and so wants to sell alcohol on Sundays, you right? Know. So clearly, the council is divided, and whoever is going to fill this role is going to swing some big decision. That's how a council, I think, anyway. That's how a council matters 
in this way. Well, real quick, before we leave the parish council subject, I, I, I looked it up. A parish council is a type of local authority found in England, which is the lowest first level of tier government. So it's nothing to do with like church. Church. Okay. It's just it's like a city council. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's city council. Yeah. Okay. Well, parish a parish is it's typically a congregation. So I wasn't. Well, sure I mean, if you even in like New Orleans and other places in the United States, they call different parts of the city and state parishes. True. So hard, hard, hard to know much more than what's written here. But what I do think we can definitely speculate on them is. We've all been wondering what she's going to write after Harry Potter. What would she choose? What would this story be worthy of following up Harry Potter? And the timing of this book and the subject matter uh, smells very uh, intentional to come out with a book that has political themes and and, and storylines. I don't know about themes yet, but it's definitely talking about an election. You think this is going to have some sort of a, some sort of effect on the U.S. election? I think this is a hundred percent intentional with the I, timing and the subject matter to maybe like like provoke some at least you know at the very least more thought on the importance of being you know conscious of what happens in your government and uh, I don't for think, that to come out now. I I, I don't know. I, no. I, I I wouldn't put it past her to want to make a. I think it's absolutely intentional on J.K. Rowling's part to write something that makes you conscious about political matters. But I think the 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 political real world has zip to do with the timing or anything. That's not if how I, she operates. I, I, I kind of I'm leaning towards Melissa. I mean, and if it does, I think it's just it's like oh, it's right, you know it, why a good not time to release it? You like, know? yeah, why yeah. not release it in an election year? I don't think she was like let's wait to release it on an election year, right? But well, um, how long do you think she was considering this story? I don't know, but I I just read something on Wikipedia that's interesting. What? Casual vacancy is a term. What? A casual vacancy is where a vacancy occurs during the term of a parish council. It may be filled by either election or or coup. How do you pronounce that? Coup d'état. Coup, co-op, no co-option. <laughs> oh, co-op like co-op, taking co-option. Over. Sorry, co-option. Elections um, only occur if the fo- if uh, only occur if following the advertisement of the vacancy for fourteen days, ten electors send a written request to the returning officer. If no request is received, the parish council will be required to fill the vacancy by co-option. If the number of vacancies on the parish council is such that there is no longer a quorum, blah, 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 blah. yeah, but I mean, I think it's interesting that yeah, yeah, a casual vacancy—that's a term, casual vacancies. It says that so, anyway. it's not commonly used in the U.S. A vacancy in the House of Representatives is filled by a special election. The Constitution requires the executive government, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so basically, it's a vacancy during a term. So like if Congress is in section and somebody dies. Which makes her perfect sense because she said that he dies unexpectedly. Right. So that's why it's called the casual vacancy. So it eliminates or reduces the representation for the member's constituency. So if this guy is representing a certain sect of people and now there's nobody representing them, what does that do? That's a nice conflict. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, no, sorry, John. Not to. I just I read that and I had it. You got excited. It. I got excited. I was like, look, it's a thing. Who would think of his um, last but, name? Fairweather. Besides that, it's Lauren's last name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she was so excited. Oh my god. Lauren Fairweather, the Wizard Rocker, that is her last name. But Fairweather, it's like a Fairweather friend. So maybe he was, you know, he dies and weather's not so fair anymore. Uh, Honestly. I, I mean, I. I, I I don't know I don't know how much relevance it has any more than like Neville Longbottom like had a long or a short bottom like but Longbottom was kind of like a dumpy name yeah and like and like and, like, and he was like this dumpy character at first so it was just klutzy you know what yeah about- but I see I I really don't think Barry's hardly even going to be a character in this it's just it, it, this is like setting the stage as to what's happening in the beginning of this book, but like oh, yeah. he's dead, you he's never done. Know. Like, but you oh, don't I, know. I agree with you, but I, mean, I think the fact that he was probably like this—if he was a nice guy—it's going to be like, right. oh, now some evil going to take over. Like, 
know, his it, his life is going to have a tremendous impact on the story. Therefore, he definitely is a character in the story. It's just that you're not going to actually see him a lot. Well, I mean, well, I agree with John though. It's probably like a James and Lily thing. Like, well, you never know. There story. could be flashbacks. Honestly, I'm not saying that it's going to happen that way, but I can just I I think that's a good point. Do you remember when we got teased with a character synopsis and it was Scrimgeour and they made this big, like, this is, he's got this lion-shaped mane of a hair or whatever and all this stuff. And we're all thinking like, oh, like, what is this character is going to be like this big part of this book? Right. What? It that wasn't. Was book six. I don't know. That was book six. Well, whenever, whatever, whenever it was, it was. It was almost like a misdirection. Is like she was describing this character. I know, but that, you're talking about one sixth of a seven book series. This is this guy's death is the catalyst for the events of this entire book. He cannot be as as irrelevant as Scrimgeour. Not that Scrimgeour is irrelevant. You know, he might. He listen. His death might be, just be consequential and just be the cause for this without him actually mattering. But. It's, there's an equal, if not more, chance that his life is going to matter. Well, know? his vacancy is certainly going to matter. His vacancy, <laughs> yeah. I think. I, th- That's I think you're true. I think and you're correct. Like, do you think like his the matter of his death is going to be a big plot point? Like it says, he died unexpectedly. Was he murdered? Was he right early forties like, killed by a political competitor, or is he assassinated? I gonna, yeah, I think there's going to be at least a question. Like at some point in the story, there'll be a question as of right. Did he die naturally? All that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Pa- what do we think of the name Pagford? I don't know what that means. There's no, like, do you think she's moving away from the names that mean things? I hope not. Because Pagford well, anybody means looked nothing. Up she made this... it up. I mean, can you rearrange his letters into anything? Has she really ever done that besides Voldemort? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Pagford is this series is Voldemort. <laughs> There's no Pagford in the in the uh, on the map. Uh, when I go to Pagford, there's a picture of a lady. Now, if you if you look up Pagford, it's it's all the book everywhere. I know yeah. it's really. I was like, here's a link to the bookcase, like J.K. Rowling. It was amazing how fast that happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> we're one to talk. I know, I know, but still, <laughs> but I'm talking about like thousands of results. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pagford. One person named Victory Pagford in the U.S. What does Pag? Like what does the Pag prefix mean? Like, mm, does it mean anything? So uh, I'm really disappointed. You guys don't think there's anything to the fact that this is coming out right before the election. I that, think it, if anything, it's just like, it might. I mean, clever marketing. Yeah, I think it's good marketing. But like, let's tr- let's put ourselves in Joe's head. Like she's sitting there with like. Multiple hundreds of millions of dollars. She doesn't need to write anything. She she was going to write because she wants to, because it's fun, because it's it's what she enjoys doing. So you and she knows that she has one of the most influential, powerful voices that can speak directly to the hearts and minds of multiple generations of people living right now. The topic in which she chooses to write about could have a dramatic, influential no. effect on whatever it is she chooses to write it's about. If she does. wanted to write about body image, it would have completely. It's not the brought... kind of writer she is. It's not. She doesn't Why sit not? down. With, she doesn't sit down with the intent She's of how can I influence. She doesn't sit down with the intent of how can I influence world events. She sits down with the intent of I want to write a good book. I honestly believe know, that you're How do we know deeply... any of that for sure? She wrote one series so far, and she didn't intend that one necessarily to have any kind of. Yes, she did. It was a prolonged effect, plea for like, tolerance, and her main focus was her actual book. I, 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 I would bet to my dying day that while it might be a handy circumstance, it might be helpful marketing, it might be you know nice and convenient, that she didn't think, "Ooh, and I'm going to influence the world here." That's not. That's just not who she well, is. If, if not, then ask yourself why. Well, no, I see. I I, I see it this liked. way. Like, I don't think she would presume that people would see right. her that way. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, people are like, I don't think she would be like, oh, I better write this book because everyone's waiting on like right. their toes voice, for how you know. Like, I don't think she sees herself in that light. Like, I know I really like her, and you, we obviously we do because we're talking about her right now. But like, I was talking to a friend of mine when they announced her next book, and he was kind of like, I don't know. 
if like I want her to write fantasy, I think that she's good at that. And like he could care less that she was writing something that could have been a mystery novel or could have been a crime story. He was completely and he liked the he liked Harry Potter. He reads he reads a lot of fiction and he likes like fantasy stuff, but he was not in, interested at all in the fact that she was writing a book that might not be fantasy. I, and that really kind of rubbed yeah. me the wrong way. I'm like, "Ugh, but I realize I like her." And like, I want to believe what you're saying, John. Yes. I, but at the same time, I don't think she would presume that people would think, see her in that light. Yeah, That's see, the only reason. I don't even hesitates. want to believe what John's saying. I think that paints her as a much um, more self-important person than we know her to be. And I don't think she believes that people look at her as a political authority or that when she writes something, it means things are going to happen in the world. I think she just tries to tell a good story. And she's always been interested in the political machinations. Harry Potter's full of them. This is not that much of a departure. Why would she write what she wrote about a body image, if not to contribute something to the conversation? That was a nonfiction article absolutely intended to contribute something to the conversation. But it was assuming that she had a voice in the matter that might provide some She's written about children being held in bars and cages. She's written about multiple sclerosis. She's she's written about many things that are nonfiction, and that is the intent. It, It boldly states this is a contribution to the national discussion. That's why they get printed in newspapers and on websites. That's not fiction. Well, I guess she has been relatively transparent about, like, when she's done, like, the, the charity books, she's talking about this will go to this. Just because she, she uses her voice to speak out on actual issues that, that are issues doesn't mean that all her fiction is going to be along that line. Political political machinations are all over Harry Potter. This is not. This is her. This is her fictional voice. Whatever that has to do with the world, I don't think that's her saying. Well, now I'm going to make my contribution to the important issues in the world by writing fiction about it. No, I, I feel like you are you're you're taking like my my speculation here as as something that would she do this would be in any way like bad or or wrong or or, I don't or, think bad or negative or, wrong. I just or, think or anything correct. to like defend it so ardently like it's completely impossible i don't i, I don't, don't understand like why wouldn't she want to in some you know even small way want you know okay the harry potter was a prolonged appeal for, for tolerance this this might be but you're a prolonged not saying, appeal for, for consciousness but you're for not saying being, a small way you're saying it was her intent which cannot be a small way that's the difference. You're saying she this is this this is her purpose, and I'm saying that might be w- one small one in a million, and it might be convenient, and it might be handy marketing, and it might be a nice side effect if she happens to get it. But I don't think that's any any way a conscious decision on her part. But I bet you she had more than one story in her head, and there had to have been some reason to choose to do this one first. We know there's more than one story, and if you choose a story, we damn well hope she had a reason for it but i don't think it's her believing that her voice is so necessary on a on a on political matters in this world that that's why she picks the story i think when you're a writer you pick the story that speaks to you the most and you go Mm. yeah i mean i don't know maybe maybe uh this is more of a conspiracy theory i don't know uh, (laughs) i don't know i'm not the only one who's speculating like this there's there's, the opinion is spreading uh pretty quickly online so i did want to bring it up i haven't uh, seen it i I didn't mean to like i don't think we meant to like jump on you or attack you i i mean i didn't mean to it's just i did i see what you mean (laughs) it seems really convenient and like i think definitely the market i I don't anybody worth their salt marketing is going to be well aware of that like of course let's play up to that but I don't know. I mean, I guess that, how long do you think she's been writing? Plus, this? but let's think about this. We're talking about six weeks before the election that you're referring to, John. If 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 you're if you're going to have if your book is going to have that kind of an impact, six weeks is not enough time. Are you mm. kidding? It's almost too much time for are people's you, attention are you, span. Are you nuts, John? We're talking about getting the people you're talking about. Her reaching would be the people mm-hmm. that are least likely to buy a book about an English suburb. Yeah, but Even it's, if it's, it's, her. it's way more than just that. The fact that it is her is going to get this like pre-ordered to people's Kindles at the stroke of midnight everywhere, regardless this, of what it's about. This, this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that if people are speculating, oh, that's nice timing. That's that's one thing. But for her to say, like, this is why she went with this story, so that six weeks before the U.S. election, she can have an impact. I think that is patently ludicrous. No offense, but I think that's 
I think that 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 <laughs> you can't, you can't. <laughs> ridiculous premise. Because I think it's I think but I think it's wrong to her. I think it's it's not who she is, it's not who she's shown herself to be and who we've talked about her being in the past. She doesn't think herself so in her her opinion so necessary on a world scale that she's gonna time her first book since the greatest selling book of all time on and hinge it on the US election. I, I mean, think she I just think, found a story she liked. I mean, I think just just like how Harry Potter was a book on sacrifice and love and like how the importance of that. I think there's definitely might you know be a like a, a, a storyline or just someone some some voice in the story talking about how wow it does matter who we elect and it does like that is significant and it does contribute to like your immediate surrounding. I definitely think that is definitely going to be part of it because it's, it's a truth that she like, that's what the, I mean, the synopsis says that like, that's, you know, I know, know, you know, I'm just saying like, this is not like we, you know, absolutely who, who she's, this story is about an election mattering, you know? So for sure there's that level. Yeah. Even, even in just the synopsis, look how much of today's, society is 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 showing is 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 kind of mirrored in this rich at war with poor young you know at war with old on on viewpoints i mean just look at those those two alone obviously there's the huge you know 99 percent issue happening in in our country and elsewhere throughout the world and there's a huge like rift between an older conservative point of view about things like gay marriage and everything else and it's the younger generation that's being more progressive on these social issues that's always you know and and wives at war with 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 women and can i ask you something though name me one period in history in which those things have not been true I, I don't think here, in, in at least in all the time I've been alive, things have been as, you know, concentrated and as intense as they've been just in the past year or two. And this, this election will be, you know, hugely decisive on, on, on a lot know. of issues. I feel like 2008 was a lot more hot-boiling than it is now. I, I mean, I kind of agree. Just, I honestly think, like, the Republican candidates aren't very... I don't... Yeah... I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't mean to. I feel bad. Like I feel like I'm just disagreeing with you with everything you say, John. But like I do agree. I with don't. This I'm not like, gonna, like, we disagree with each other. Go home and defeat. Okay. I know, but I feel like, like everything you're saying. I'm like no, and I feel bad. But anyway, this I, is just one element of stuff that we're going to be talking about for months. You know, it's true. And but like I, I, I was going to say the exact same thing Melissa did. Like that's always contention between rich and poor, old and young, men and women. Like there, there. It's always going to be, it, 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 right, because but it's the about, separation has never been greater than it's been here recently. I don't like that word "never." That's yeah. such an absolute that it's like it just what? feels it just feels pressing and important because it's ramping up now. But in two thousand and eight, I felt a much greater sense of urgency, and in two thousand, I did t- like you know this is just what this is what happens every four years. Anyway, let's keep talking. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to push it any further. I'm interested to hear what our, our listeners totally. look, uh, have, look, have to, have to she say. May, cause... She may do interviews close to the release, and you may be 100% right, you know? But I just, at the moment, I... Well, I, I don't think that. she'll ever come out and say, I did this for this reason, or anything like that. I just don't think that's how she At all, but... I don't, think well, that's I don't she, presume that's any she, of us can be inside of her head to know what she wants to do. I mean, none of us. Like, no, how, okay. how does your so life? Wait. You know, th- of course, none of us can be inside our head. So taking that away, because we all know that's true. The only thing we can do is is say what we think. And from what you know of J.K. Rowling, like of mm-hmm. at every interview we've watched over more than a decade of talking to her on the podcast, of meeting her on multiple occasions, do you think she assigns her voice such such authority that she's going to pin the next step in her career on the United States election and its timing? I, I from what I know of her, know her to be a very morally driven, guided person who speaks out on multiple injustices as as she sees them and multiple moral issues to the point where there is a lot of you know thematic things happening in harry potter that have proven to have a very positive effect on on many many people she'd be blind not to see it and be foolish for us not to think that she recognizes 
the impact that those books you're, have made. So to think that this confusing, next one could the not two things, make an you're impact. You're confusing the two things. It's a much different thing to say, on the one hand, she recognizes that the thing that she's writing and the story that she's committed to can have this effect, might have this effect. It would be a side effect. That's, that's a separate issue from doing it for that purpose. You, and to say, like, well, I, well, I think both of them is not to, to answer the issue. I mean, I, I, I don't know what she would do given the choice to write the next her her next book because she's she's never done it before. We have nothing to go off of. I'm sure there's been loads of people involved with in that in that process, and you know, we saw a, a huge shakeup happen with her, you know, management and everything else. That uh, there's obviously been a lot of. Uh, or one one could speculate anyway that there's been a lot of people um, involved and aware of uh, the next thing she'd be writing and advising her on on this that and the other. So she has the power at least you know to do anything she wants, and it's kind of come down to her her choice. So it'll be interesting to see if this is just a story, because you know she can write a great story. No, or if it's that, something that is going no, to because no because you're trying like, to you're, do you're, something what you're because what you're trying to say is if it doesn't have anything to do with these things then it's just a story and if it does have anything to do with these things then my premise is correct and that's not true we know it's going to be a story about politics we know it's going to be a story with the power to change people's ideas about the, the machinations of power we know these things none of those things equal she did it to time it with the U.S. elections. Of course it's going to be a story that matters. Look at the seven books she's written. Of course it's going to be a story that has the power to change people's minds. Everything we've seen her write, nonfiction, fiction, everything has done that. So whether right. that's true doesn't mean that it was time for the U.S. election. But, but you, know? you were saying that you, that you don't think that she thinks that her point of view or her whatever would No, 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 no. Don't. Do not. No, no, no. Isn't that what you said? Absolutely not. What I said is that she doesn't think that it's incumbent upon her to write a book on these topics so that people will see the light before the U.S. election. Absolutely not. Does she think her voice is powerful? She'd be stupid not to. Does she think her voice is influential? She's way too smart not to know that her voice is influential. Of course she knows that. But I don't think she's timing her career on the basis of it being the most effective before the U.S. election. Uh, I think she finished a book that she likes, and no matter when she publishes them, or when she writes them, or whatever they're about, they're always going to have an impact on the world. But when a writer starts concerning herself with the actual, with actual politics, and not just the story you're telling, something goes wrong. And she's talked about that before. No, I don't think the election was her primary reason for writing this book. Um, I'm assuming that in the timeline of everything here, having had Deathly Hollows come out in 2007 and having that been around the, the time that, you know, the last big election was going on, uh, no one knows how early this story came into her head. It's feasible to think that she was considering new stories in 2008 and end of 2007. So if she wanted to write a book that had any political anythings to it, and then maybe somewhere in that process she realized, hey, you know, this, this, there's a potential that this might actually come out before another, another oh. election, or even not, maybe it's afterwards, and then maybe once, once again, something you're, you're in this could come in. Once again, we've talked about, like, yeah, sure, we, me and Frankie agree with you, yeah, sure, maybe somebody said, hey, it'd be nifty if this finished in mm-hmm. time for blah, blah, blah. That is different than... Oh, people are getting something really shifty about the way the timing of all this. Blah blah. blah. You know, that's it. <laughs> no, no one's being. No one's being. It's not. Not like a, a talking about it. The, I haven't the, seen the, one. The, the public. The I've been publication. Watching all day, John. I haven't seen a single comment that said that. Mm. Not on Leaky. Not on Leaky News. Nowhere. Right. Right. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're, be- we're beating the day. And boys. um and. Um, I have to remind you guys that no, I haven't met her on multiple occasions, not even once. So oh. that that was said in passing, and I needed to correct that. But I was talking to John, who has, so no offense. <laughs> you said, said we, and I'm part of that we when I'm on a podcast with you guys. You've listened to her well, interviews for like a decade. You, you I, I know. You I'm just pointing at the fact that I haven't got to meet her yet, and I want. Right. 
you weren't ar- you guys weren't around but when i saw her uh, at at the, the the courthouse in new york she pulled me aside and she said my next book is going to change the world yeah. you mm-hmm. you wait and then she said i, I can't wait to no. meet frankie and hug him in real life yeah that's exactly what she said <laughs> before you were on the podcast yeah she she that's why she said frankie not frack <laughs> she said frack that would have been confusing so she knew me as frankie then you did avid fan avid fan we we know her. We know she likes to talk on things that are important. We know that it wouldn't be good if it wasn't that. You know that's why it's so great. Yeah, I mean, but we also very, know that the way that she's able to talk about great. such serious things and matter, but in such a palatable, humble, but get bold Funny. way. You know, yeah, humor. Humor is such a great tool to introduce truth to people because it's it's. It makes it it's sugar on top. It's like, oh, okay, and then it doesn't get people's defenses up. Like when I go around at work and I have to talk to people about stuff, and if it's it's more business side of things, like I joke around, break the ice. So then they then you talk. It's like you're having a conversation with somebody rather oh, yeah. than telling somebody something. Yeah, very effective way to communicate something for sure. Yeah, she's she's a pro. Yeah. So I mean, I so, think we all agree on the same thing, but but it was just. We got. Yeah, we, that's we're all. beating a dead horse, but anyway, that's what we do best. That's the fun of it. That's the charm. <laughs> that's the fun of it. <laughs> that's the charm. Oh, hey, What else do we have to talk about about this book so far? So, four hundred and eighty mm-hmm. pages, eh? That's it. Is there going to be any midnight parties? What do you guys think oh. for an adult book? Oh, I don't think so, but I mean. I kind of like the idea that I can pre-order it and then, like at twelve oh one, it'll be like downloaded to my Kindle. Uh, it's ready to go without having to leave my room. Yeah, it does look like it's just going to be, you know, available. Duh, done. I mean, are you? Would you guys go to a midnight party? Oh, I mean, I would just for the hell of it. I, I went to a midnight screening of like some of the most ridiculous movies here lately, just because it's fun. Yeah, that's true. So I, I'd be like, more than happy to go to a midnight book release. What movie? Uh, I don't, I don't even remember it. It wasn't even making it up. Hunger Games. Oh no! Before that, because obviously Hunger well, Games. That's awesome. Is a, I'm thinking before that. Uh, um, never say never. Oh uh, no, no! I was not never <laughs> say never. <laughs> I saw that the following weekend. Thank you. I'm not I saw that, that on obsessed. a Friday night. It was fun. No, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Great. No, I, people. I mean, they're. they're Surely, at least the big bookstores or whoever will be would love to put on a midnight release. I mean, what is it to them, really? Most of those booksellers are fans too. Like they'd like to stay up late and sell the book at midnight. But the big thing is, like, will Amazon or any other place like send the book out early by accident or anything like that, or is it like you know what? Though there's something very purposeful about the very chill way this marketing is playing. You know, they just. Put up a press release. Here's a title. Here's a this. They could have dragged this out forever, but and I'm certainly J.K. Rowling would be somebody entitled to. But they, I feel like there was a conscious decision to say, you know what, guys, we're not going to do the hullabaloo. Yeah, because yeah. I, I agree with you. I think they're like, this is not a Harry Potter book. We're not going to treat it like a Harry Potter book. This is, and it's kind of like the fact that they're keep, they're calling it her first a book for adults. They're kind of treating it like you know, like an adult. Like, hey, here's the information. It's not like a yeah. kid, like you bait and you like kind of wait and kind of like by the Hupapaloo, which is fun. I, like I loved all that stuff. But at the same yeah, time, I mean, it's they, just they could have they could have had us like looking at like a map and trying to find every individual letter to like this title and be searching cities like for hours yeah. all morning. But well, I mean, there's they, something humble about it, and I like that. There is. I mean, her whole website's very humble. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I really telling like her story. Well, and it's I like very it better simple. than the old one, but apparently you guys don't agree with me. Mm. Uh, you can't. That's like saying I like apples better than pizza. But some people do two like completely apples better different than pizza. foods. It's completely different. I like apples better than pizza. I don't, but I, I get the argument. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm just saying, like, I just, that, that design is just more pleasing to me. Mm. Yeah. But, it could, but part of it's because it's new, you know, and like I like new things. I like new design. I like I like the like the scribbling in the back. I think it's fun. Like there's the Harry Potter things. There's normal things. It's it's just fun. Thought provoking, right. constantly surprising. 
That's a big who's, that, who's constantly surprising. Who do you think? Who do you think is the, reading the audiobook? Uh, probably John Green. No. <laughs> no, I would guess they'll go with Stephen Fry again. Don't you think? Oh yeah, I got to keep him employed. Yeah, because yeah, because <laughs> he needs money. <laughs> uh, I don't Stephen know who they Fry. would. I mean, I want it to be someone British. I know what I wouldn't mind if it was a woman narrator this time. No, neither would I. I really like, do think there's gonna be it's gonna be a divided point of view thing. Hmm. It's interesting. It'd be so different. That'd be so interesting. Yeah. I'm very I'm very upset that a lot of my predictions from last week's or last episodes are are looking <laughs> un, like much more unlikely. Well, give yourself a break, John. You need you need some time to warm into it the way you do with Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean, you I was going to, off you need of a feel for it. This is you were shooting in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> I was going off of nothing, but I feel pretty confident about my revised uh, predictions now. Uh oh, go ahead. What, what are your revised? No, no, no. I mean, just even from what we've talked about so far, I, I, th- I, I think that it will be part of the conversation. What uh, down down the road? Just everything that we talked about, and uh, it, it people will at least be more speculating. No, but what, what are it, your um, what are your predictions? The fact that you're citing st- the pl- plot points that they already told that were ha- going to happen. No, 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 not not even so much plot points, but just like the like what what people what people will take away from the book. But John, and, can and I just clarify that none of us disagree? That's not that's not really a prediction. That's not a prediction. That's not saying that they'll talk about political stuff at the, as a result of this book is like saying I read the synopsis. Well, no, I'm, I'm what I'm saying is that you can have like a book about an election. And it can be very much just like something that happened in the book, or like the whole thing can just like pivot on people's, you know, like consciousness to the election and everything else. And like that very thing that saves the people in this universe would be something that would say like, like this is how, you know, you can like have a better world for yourselves doing the things that these people did in this book or whatever. Like that's, Horrible. That's what I'm saying. It's not preachy horrible. You're going to eat those words when she does put out that book. The characters are going to say that? But John... You know, the char- it's not going to be like a dialogue at the end to be like, people of the world. <laughs> you need to people do this, this, and this. Um, I'm confused by what you're saying. None of what you're saying is A, what we were discussing before, B, something Frankie and I disagree with, and it's not a prediction. Saying that she's going to have significant things and important takeaway messages about politics from a story that the only thing we know about is about That's politics. a Trelawney prediction. Like, yeah. It's like, that's like, hey, guys, my, my apartment has walls. Oh, come on. Come on. Make a real prediction. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? You're confusing me, John, and I'm getting angry. I predict Barry Fairweather is irrelevant. Okay, fine. I predict... They will talk about him. They will wonder why he died. But the person that probably killed him and the people trying to figure out what happened will be infinitely more important than this Mr. Barry Fairweather. Okay. Fair prediction. What else? I mean, the live people, of course, are going to be more important. But you're saying he's not important at all. Not not even a main character. Maybe like a relative will be the main character or something like that. Uh, you, you think maybe that the importance of him is the fact that he died, not of anything who he was. It's just the fact that he's not on the council. Well, the anymore. fact that he died creates the vacancy. Without his death, so, there'd be no vacancy. Exactly. So you're saying that the vacancy is more important than the character. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Def- definitely. Right, that's fair. Okay, that's it. I'll, I'll let you have that prediction. Mm-hmm. You may continue. Somebody in the in the in the notes on the Tumblr post said um, she kills off Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Boiler. Boiler. Barry Fairweather dies. <laughs> what if it was Snape? It was Snape. <laughs> Snape kills Barry Fairweather. <laughs> Solved. Solved it. Solved it. Meow. So, do you think that we're going to get any other information about this book before it comes out? Mm, I think she'll do a couple of interviews. Like, are they going to oh, treat it like? Yeah. Are they going to treat it like you know a Harry Potter film and just start releasing clips of it like up before the release, no. so like you could piece together the whole book? We might get we might get it. maybe a bit of the opening. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if we got like an excerpt, mm-hmm. but I think if we do, it will just be one. Do you think it will leak in a digital form or in some other, like from like a print, a printer or anywhere else, and mm-hmm. come online before I think it'll it's leak. released? You do? 
from a printer, not from a digital form, because the digital form, I believe they'll they'll have a lot of a lot more ability to safeguard. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas a, the, the printing is distributed, so it's literally you know being being printed around the world. So that's that's more difficult these days than a digital file, which you can send to two or three people at the last minute. Not the last minute, but certainly not as as far far ahead as you have to send a, a physical book. Hmm. So I'd be disappointed if it it leaks, because in my head, if it leaks, it's more like a "Oops, we leaked it," you know, versus like, and it seems like they did it on purpose and and pretend like they didn't want it to leak. I'm like, well, then you could have made it not leak, but that's I guess it could be my naivety. I think it'll leak on accident. I don't think it'll be on on purpose leak. They can create as much hype as they want, and they're purposefully going for the kind of subdued route here. Can we make a controversial prediction that we probably will never have the answer to? Sure. Do we think that Christopher Little liked the idea of this book happening, or disliked it to the point where it was the one of the catalysts to uh, parting ways? Hmm. So are you saying like the content of this book had something to do with her breaking of, of that agency? Well, like if he were to be like, um, I think it's a very nice story. I don't think that this is a story you should be publishing um, after Harry Potter or uh, something something about, you know, trying to talk her out of making this book. And she's like, screw you. This is the book I want to write. This is how I'm going to do it. Peace out. I don't know. It's possible. It's certainly possible. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess if if that was revealed, I'd be like, oh wow, crazy. But Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lean that way, I guess, because I guess I believe it, but I, I don't think it would happen. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because then it's like, it just seems. I feel like that that is such a huge relationship to dissolve. It would need to be something kind of a right. fundamental difference of opinion, yeah. not just like right. money or something. So yeah, like they both have enough money. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, and they both have... Like, they're not over there fighting about ebook rights. Right. Like, exactly. It had to have been something substantial. Yeah, something that, yeah, that's beyond money. Yeah. I feel like I, I get the feeling that that this is probably going to be very important to her this this book you know being well well received because my 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 hunch says people like chris little and maybe others may have tried may have not agreed with 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 going in this direction and she's trusting her gut in spite of it and my hunch says that that uh that there's been there was some second guessing on on this one I'd agree with you, just because some of the people, like I said before, like my friend's response to the, I was like, oh, like it was a little confusing as to why you would not be super excited about this book. But I, I guess I can totally see why some people wouldn't be. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of opinionless because I feel I, I'm of two minds. I feel like, well, sure, that could be a creative difference of opinion is, a, is you know, a reason to part ways. But also, like, how do you, after a decade, question her creative creative choice like you know so i i don't know or not even a decade almost two decades so you know what joe i don't think you're right about this right. like i just can't imagine that happening you know yeah. <laughs> all agree. those thousands of choices you made for harry potter be- they didn't work out that well so you know whatever well what if these people were all like she didn't make thousands she made one when she decided to write about a boy named harry potter in a school called hogwarts and everything else was Oh, it was like going off of that original good, good choice. Are you serious? Are we going to fight about this right now? <laughs> well, I would, but Probably. we only have like, we're already an hour into the show. So. A great idea. Let me just, Probably about I'm right just say one thing. There, are a, a, there can be a million great ideas, and a great idea without the decision-making power to, to follow up on that great idea is nothing. One of my favorite quotes is by Charles Spurgeon. One good deed is worth a thousand brilliant theories. Yeah. Lots of books are great in theory, and then you read them. <laughs> Lots of movies. Lots, <laughs> Lots of everything. Of yes. Yes. <laughs> Things are great. In the, like, yeah, it's true. You know. The contention of life. Have you talked to Cheryl about what she thinks this book's about? No, actually. Do you know what? 
Oh, I haven't talked to her yet, though she did email me this morning with the link. That would be interesting. Terrible. Well, it's been a busy day, guys. <laughs> oh, I can't believe picking up the phone and asking Cheryl what she thought wasn't on like the top of your list of things to do. I saw to run lots of websites and do our taxes. Yeah. Yeah, is right. What was the taxes? So can we expect uh, leaky news to be following uh, all future posts about uh, the vacant uh, a- absency or whatever we're calling it? <laughs> whatever we're calling it. I thought we call it the casual vacancy, which is its name. The, ca- the casual <laughs> vacancy, it's, a, yes. it's kind of an odd name. It doesn't exactly roll, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I roll out of bed and I look at my phone and I, and I see your text and you're like... The new book, new book, and I click the link or whatever, and it's casual vacancy, and I'm like, it's six thirty in the morning. Like, what? Like, what is this? What fan fiction is this? Like, come on. And then at like eight thirty, I looked at it again, and I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, this is this is legit. <laughs> and it's been simmering in my head since then, and it's it's like, I I, I hear, hear a lot of people say, you know, if someone described this book to me and didn't tell me who wrote it, I I, I wouldn't give it a second thought doesn't sound like the kind of book I'd pick up. But then again, Pillars of the Earth is about some people trying to build a church. And, I mean, t- to be fair, I've probably only picked up, like, 12 books in my life, and seven of them were Harry Potter books, so... Hmm. Alright, well... All of it's... All of it's gonna be coming on Leaky Cauldron and Leaky News in the future, so stay tuned. Yeah. Stay, stay more tuned for more heated conversations with Pottercast. Casual cast. Casual. Coming soon. Tune into our next episode for an exciting interview with J.K. Rowling, author of The Casual Vacancy. She uh, gives, Oh, that's going to be um, weird. Not That's going to be weird hearing J.K. Rowling, author of, and I just, I wanted to hear Harry Potter. Do you, you think say, they'll ever say that? Do you think they'll ever say author of The Casual Vacancy and not Harry Potter author? Maybe no, like just during, the fact that you like, can say that now. Week. It's just, it's just different. This is weird. Uh, Joe. What do you know? But now, see, she, she does not going to have that fun story that she had, like, when you could tell her story of, like, when she was writing her first novel, she was doing this in this coffee shop and pushing this carriage here and there. Now oh it's going to be like she was sitting here in her, in her huge house deciding what to write and all this. Like, this story is much less impressive. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> but. It's so backwards logically. The fact that she's successful now, it's like... It's like, oh, she doesn't matter anymore. It's like when when your favorite band <laughs> right. actually makes it on the radio, you're like, oh, I hate them. They suck. <laughs> yeah, like, I hate exactly. them. They're so washed out or whatever. Like, I like them, but before I like them when like, nobody liked them. Successful. The fact that other people appreciate their yeah. beauty makes them ugly. I'm like you're dumb. <laughs> Sorry. All right, guys. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I guess this is the end of the show. What is it? Keep turning on those dials. Yep. The next hashtag will be <laughs> casual vacancy. Vacancy. Yes. Keep safe. Keep faith. That, that'll work. Good Just night. Good night. <laughs> We've missed it. Probably you free. I confess myself. Disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. 